0: Doug, Blues and Coyotes.
2: It didn't go well, right?
0: All they do is they play the Coyotes. They play them quite a bit. They've played them for real. If I'm not mistaken, they've played 23 games this year. They've played the Coyotes, four of them.
2: Well, that's (laughs) supposed to be a good thing. It's supposed to be a confidence builder.
0: Something Alas, I think they're one and three against him, but I could be wrong. My nurse will check on that. Welcome back to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios, and uh, we welcome you to get involved on the show by calling in six three six nine zero zero four TMA, by texting in three one four eight eight one TMA five, it's EDF Group text inbox, or by emailing in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email. Of the day, I would imagine. Uh, Doug, they are not happy in the audience because uh, you can't make them happy no. when you're talking about something subjective. So that is what the 7 o'clock hour was, a lot of college football talk, in addition to Jackson being a man in love.
2: Mm-hmm. What, 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 And uh, so you went straight home from the picture house?
0: Yeah, it was like midnight.
2: Well, so what?
0: Yeah, you're 25,
3: baby.
2: You're supposed to say you want to go for a nightcap? Would you like to come back to my place and see my charcoal etchings? Would you like a cup of coffee?
3: <laughs> Listen, I got the feel that I was over and that was it. Oh. Because of the movie was so bad? No. It was just, it was midnight and, I don't know, like, bars close at 1. Like, I don't know where
2: we're supposed to go. Huh. Okay. Well, Rick kind of went back into his shell. <laughs> didn't he did.
3: Well, and I, I drove. I'm not going to have any more drinks. Ugh. I wouldn't be responsible. Of no.
2: But you only drove there. You said you were going to meet her at the restaurant. Bill. Correct. So she parked at Chevy's, and you saw her <laughs> in, the, in the small lot there?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Restaurant. So you, bo- you took Correct. both cars to the movie house? No, I drove to the movies.
2: Oh, so you bonded in the restaurant, and you said, I'll drive to the picture house. Yep. Huh. Yep. Well, things are really starting to go in the right direction.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so then you had to bring her back to Circle 7. Correct. And then she went to Chevy's Her <laughs> <Or a> nightcap.
0: <laughs> Margarita. Is she going to be at the TMA year-end awards at Hot Shots and Webster Groves a week from Thursbit? Uh, I don't know. Wow, don't... the fact that it's an even, I don't
3: know. God, it didn't sound good. Probably not. Well, just because, I don't know, that's... It won't even be two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, I don't know.
1: Well, if you're going to get serious, you don't know is after one day. But say you get serious with this girl. I mean, you want her to know what you do for a living and kind of what goes on in the do show, that, don't Jackson, you?
3: Jackson. I assure
4: you, it's a bad move. That's like a... Well, that's Madison like a, goes. Well, yeah, but
3: she... She's been... You, you've she's been, been together.
4: Been, yeah, I, like I made her do that right at the mm-hmm. jump.
3: Just to get it over with.
4: It was like, yeah, sink or swim <laughs> style. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, so you
1: think Jackson went to, two? Well, this is what I do for a living. This is what we talk about on the show. So if you like me, you're going to have to like what I do for a living. May
2: I join you? <laughs> so, she, are you saying, if I hear you right, she will not come Thursday night because she will go exclusively to Chevys and not to Hot Shots?
3: <laughs> I would just, I would be, I don't know, I, don't, I doubt I'll extend the invite just because I don't want to purr through something like that. Yeah. Not because it's not going to be a lovely time, it absolutely is, but... But you know all the walruses would come up and make stupid comments. Yeah, the
4: listeners are the, the
2: X Factor. little death. heavy is what... Uh, it, it just, wouldn't, would it just
3: it wouldn't wouldn't be wise, I don't think. No. It wouldn't be wise. Yeah. yeah but
0: you're maybe probably, down the road. Yeah, maybe. Oh, how about that? You're getting an offer here. Uh-huh. Pale, olive and oak, and it's on me. And then she can watch my wife peg you. Huh. That's from the recovering mm. alcoholics. So you get dinner, but then you also get the Gosh. scrap.
3: Dinner and a show. Sounds great. It's an
1: icebreaker. Dinner strip.
0: Don't do it, Burke. Maddie almost broke up with me after I forced her to go to last year's year end awards, <laughs> and we had been dating for five years at that point. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. Yeah,
3: sweet Kai was there last year with his lovely lady. And yeah. she's
0: lesbianic.
3: No, she had the lesbianic offer come to her. God, I need right to across help. the
0: street. And that's
2: when she almost dropped him. No. No. This is why you don't bring
0: people to those things. No, you don't. The yeah. Midwestern's a 3 a.m. bar, buckle-up virgin. That's from Pony Danza.
3: I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. That was just not on the table. We were going out afterwards.
0: Do not do this, Jackson. Don't blow your one chance at having in- intercourse. Don't do it. That's from Shrimply Pibbles.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't compare what Jackson does compared to listeners bringing their wives. It's a little different. Jackson's part of the show, and that's what he does. Listeners don't have to go to these things. No. And when you do and make fools of yourself and you see what the other listeners Uh -uh. are, that's what you're compared to. One listener compared to the other listeners. Jackson isn't compared to listeners.
3: Thanks. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll throw it out there and, and just feel it out, but I would be surprised if that happens. Yeah.
0: I'm convinced that Little Lord Picture House was sporting a beret <laughs> on that first date. That's from new Bowl <laughs> eligible. Little Lord Picture House? No beret? Can't
3: cover this lettuce, bro.
2: <laughs> and maybe a megaphone to make him look like a nineteen twenties film director. Yeah, the big God, the
1: big sure. boots <laughs> up to the hips. What was that? Little Lord Picture House?
0: Little Lord Picture House. <laughs> mm, that'll be a new, new, new <laughs> text-in name. Uh, hey, Jackson, how did the dyeing of your peach fuzz mustache go? That's from Big Tough. Mm. Didn't do it. Did you shave that thing before the date? Oh, yeah. You did? Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I took her down. There was uh, no reason to keep the mustache. That'll be a bold play on my part. Now, women
1: bleach their mustaches. I don't know if men do. They're, uh,
3: women bleach their mustaches?
1: Yeah, hide it.
2: Oh, what in the hell? Well, you just shave it.
1: And then it comes back furrier.
2: It doesn't. That's such a wives' tale. You think
1: suddenly you grow new (laughs) follicles because you shaved the other one? I don't know. Ask them. There's female listeners out there. Do you ever bleach your upper lip? What color would you bleach it? White, so you hide it. But no, people's skin isn't white. Uh, Women text in.
3: It's always good to put a bunch of bleach right by the mouth. Who (laughs) bleaches their upper lip?
2: I wouldn't think anyone I
1: just think women do that when they have a mustache. They They might wax it. They bleach it. Mm. Wax or shave it. it. I don't think women shave their mustache.
2: If hair came back thicker if you shaved it, no one would ever go bald, right?
1: That's right. I'd be sitting here with a full head of hair right Right. now. Right. Thick, Well, I think your whiskers are different than your head. Think about that, Doug. Yeah, they're
0: toughs. (laughs) Wisps. Uh, Doug, the winter meetings are underway, and they are underway in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh what will the Cardinals be doing this week? Any expectations? Uh Plog, you just, you just, I heard you chuckle.
4: These aren't even I I the winter meetings are vacations, right? For these owners, they kinda of peacock around, play eighteen, have a couple of cigars in the lounge. I don't think the no, owners are there. Not
1: Nashville. <laughs> GM's Probably do, but if they go to Miami or someplace like Nashville, they can't play golf this time of year.
4: Only thing I'm really excited about is after the winter meetings, Yamamoto, That not the sweepstakes starting after the winter meetings? Wasn't that what him and his agent?
0: That's what the talk has been, Plow Hawk, from his agent, that they would wait until after the winter meetings, I think, in part perhaps to see the Otani market, but uh, maybe not. Uh, Doug, you think Otani will go in the next three days? Chicago. Uh, do I think he will go in three days? That he will go. Uh, that, time uh, that, frame? that he will be signed at the winter meetings. Prob- I'd say probably not. Don't think so, really. It just seems
2: like it easily takes longer than that. Because so, he'll want if he gets offers to come in from as many Juan teams as Juan
0: Soto's a different uh, team. Uh,
2: I, yeah, bet, probably, I bet that one. I would bet probably, that one. Yeah. What
0: about Cease, Bieber, and Glass now?
2: Uh, <laughs> probably. There's always some trades. You know, I heard Mazaluk saying that they're kind of looking for a, a long reliever Ooh. and maybe a closer and possibly another starter. What are what
4: the Cardinal version of a long reliever, isn't
2: that? Someone who has to pitch every single night. <laughs> every night,
4: isn't that? The I was just thinking a guy that's going to have his arm like a noodle mm-hmm. in September, yep. just limping into the 85th win of the season.
1: Go make a trade, get another starting pitcher, and put Matson as your long reliever. Uh, Katie Wu writes the following. Woo, woo, woo. Kenny Wu. Katie. Oh, Katie. Okay.
2: Just
0: because the Cardinals have identified relief pitching as their next avenue doesn't mean they will rule out upgrading the rotation if opportunities align. Their rotation of Gray, Gibson, Lynn, Michaelis, and Matz has a surefire veteran presence, but there is a valid argument to be made that if St. Louis is serious about competing in October, it would benefit from adding one more upper tier starter. If Moselak does decide to acquire another starter, it won't come via free agency. The Cardinals were never suitors for Blake Snell, and though they had interest in Yamamoto, that door appears to be closed as well. It was unlikely St. Louis would have ever matched what should be a hefty price tag for Yamamoto, especially when considering it needed to add starting pitching in bulk. Yamamoto's cost would have pushed the Cardinals past its self-imposed payroll limit, and that's without factoring the aforementioned bullpen needs. So the Yamamoto thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I they never think so.
0: had interest. The media
1: made it sound like there's interest. Read between the lines. Yeah, that's what I said. Did you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're not media.
2: Yeah. And with the <laughs> with, with the Bally's thing falling apart, I, I don't think they can.
0: Uh, they're get so in they, that. they're in a wonderful spot. They're never expected to be the aggressors in these big sweepstakes. It must be nice. Uh, but could the Cardinals trade for a starter? The short answer is yes. While it's not a priority, Mazzella will continue to monitor the market. St. Louis has been linked to Dylan Cease, a trade that would make sense for both sides as the White Sox need major league ready outfielders. However, given how coveted starting pitching is the return package for Cease is sure to be steep. Perhaps a play for Tyler Glass now would be more feasible. Like the White Sox, the Rays would also prefer major league ready players or top prospects who are also close to being so, but the 30 year old has an injury history and is set to be a free agent after 2024. Both these factors would theoretically drive his price lower than Ceases. Rival teams have approached the Cardinals about Lars Bar. though the Cardinals have no inclination to move him. Brendan Donovan's also a popular name, and the Cardinals surely would not want to part with Donovan's high ceiling. Having Edmund Gorman and Mason Wynn might make that move easier to stomach. So there you go. There's Katie Wu, Doug. I number two. I mean, right now they got a 1 3 and
1: 3 fives. I completely agree with that, Iggy.
2: You see, the Braves has got an outfielder already. They got Jared K- Kalinick. Yeah. See that contract? From
1: Seattle? He's never even played a game. He no, he's been, he's oh, been hurt guy? a bunch. You've been a Oh, well, the Brewers kind of just prospect. signed a guy to, what, $85 million?
4: Yeah, I love that strategy. It's worked for the Braves. I think a lot of teams are going to do that.
2: Yeah, this guy signed through 2028. 20, I, I Pay attention to what the Braves do. They seem to have it figured out.
4: Exactly. Like Ozzy is is so underpaid, it's insane. And they bought up, I think, his last three years of arbitration. Mm-hmm. He makes like sixteen million, I think. And they're, could they're be key long players, on that, players I, are all—they're all signed for long, well into the future. I'd do that to Jordan Walker. Be like, you want to sign ten years, hundred million right now? Obviously, he wouldn't. But he still has four years know. of control. left. if I mean, you could,
2: <laughs> if you could guarantee yourself a hundred million dollars, you know, for all he knows, he's going to get hurt or, or never blossom. That's been a. It's not a new strategy. Teams have done that in the past. Oh, for sure.
0: Jaime Garcia, Paul DeYoung, yeah. Albert Pujols. Paul DeYoung
4: mm-hmm. is definitely one that comes to mind. So we were at spring training during the, I think, the press conference there when they announced DeYoung's uh, extension.
2: But if you're a guy like Walker, and right now you're making 550000 600000 and they're going to say, how would you like $10 million right now, and $10 million a year for 10 years, that'd be hard to turn down. Well, they
4: may give him a signing. They may give him $25 million as a signing bonus. You know, less than your AAV, but you still get that money up front. To... Well,
1: I think the average salary for an MLB player is close to a million now. It's more than 500000
2: Well, but the but the minimum, and he's, he was a rookie this last year, the minimum's like five fifty or no,
1: something. I think the minimum's higher than that now.
2: I don't know if it's much higher. I, I doubt would... he was making a million. But I'd love to see that. 720000 that's what he made this last
3: year? That's the minimum salary in Major League Baseball. It's up to seven twenty? That is correct. Doug,
0: why don't we be major league players?
2: All right. That sounds like a steal. Well, I'm a the only thing I could do at my age is pitch for the Cardinals. So you're a long reliever
4: then. <laughs> yeah. They found the long reliever.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm See the what cheap. Arizona
3: did. Vaughn I, think, coming out of the bullpen.
1: <laughs> I think the I think the take per player, um for the one in the World here, I think it was almost six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. In Arizona Chopped it into, like, 80-something. All their clubhouse guys and everybody got a piece of it. That's nice. So I thought that was kind of cool.
0: That's good. Billie Eilish has asked people to stop discussing her sexuality. Uh, She accused a magazine of, quote-unquote, outing her. Uh, The singer suggested she was attracted to women in a recent cover interview for U.S. outlet Variety. And at the magazine's Hitmakers Awards over the weekend, Billie was asked on camera if she had meant... To come out, Billy's since sarcastically thanked Variety for outing her instead of talking about anything else that matters. Uh, Although Billy seemed upbeat during the red carpet chat on Saturday, her Instagram post wasn't so chill. Quote, thanks, Variety, for my award and also for outing me on a red carpet at 11 a.m. instead of talking to me about anything else that matters, she wrote. I like boys and girls. Leave me alone about it, please. Literally, who cares? In the magazine interview, first published in November, Billy discussed being a young woman in the public eye and how she felt intimidated by other females. Quote, I've never really felt like I could relate to girls very well, the 21-year-old told Variety. I love them so much. I love them as people. I'm attracted to them as people. I'm attracted to them for real. When asked about her sexuality on the red carpet over the weekend, she said, quote, I didn't realize people didn't know. But she also said she didn't really believe in the concept of, quote, coming out and the idea that people should have to reveal their sexuality. Why can't we just exist? I've been doing this for a long time, and I just didn't talk about it. Alongside her brother and collaborator, Phineas, Billy— Phineas? Phineas. Phineas oh. Eilish accepted the award for Film Song of the Year for What Was I Made For from Barbie.
2: Okay. I kind of agree with what she said.
0: There you go. But
2: I, if you're going to be a celebrity and a star and make your money in the public eye, people are going to pry.
1: How do they ouch you? You, ask, you answer the question in the article. How do they ouch you on the red carpet? You already said you like women.
2: Was that before or after she
1: got outed? She said it? she did the art interview in November. She right. talked about women, so how did they ouch you? I don't know. God love you if you
0: like women. I'm all for it. On the second day of Christmas, on TMA Christmas, my true love Doug gave to me two henshin' emails and a woman puking in my bathroom sink. Doug, that's from Little Beer Cats.
2: Okay. He's going to go through all these until we get to 12 days now.
1: <laughs> Sounds like it. Okay. Yeah, that one was so good, we can't <laughs> wait for the other you love.
2: <laughs>
4: oh. Yeah. I think I'm done on that already. <laughs> you mm. press eject?
1: We're only on the second day. Of- <laughs> oh, yeah. He just tries too much. He's just not funny. I'm balling deep
4: into mm. the Cardinals who didn't win 80 games and have two in the top 100 prospects, 76th and 98th. This team going to be trash.
2: Those are the top prospects? Yeah. Are they counting Wynn? Wynn's not in there. Because he's know already he had, a major leaguer? I'm, I'm not I sure he guess. would be. Yeah.
4: Walker definitely has exceeded his. Yeah. Well, who are the two that are in the top 80? and that Sagacy guy yeah. who
0: we traded for. Texas, I think it Little Beer Cats, that was a great text. Excited to see what's next. That's from Brian Edge. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because you were in it.
4: It's almost like after the Hammerhead.
1: You're done now. now. Your two were in there now.
0: Uh, Hey, Tim, did you see my text about bleaching holes? I highly wreck it. That's from Recovering Alcoholic, and I think that was short for recommend.
2: Yeah. He highly recommends reading the
0: text or getting bleached. Oh, here I see it. The text above, Tim. I like bleached holes. Turns a starfish a nice blush pink. Prime for eating. Oh, a alcoholic. Yeah, we should
4: have like a, a like a <laughs> subscription for our text line to like have like be like a premier subscriber, so they like come <laughs> in as like at the very top with like a big red arrow. Oh, not like. a bad idea, it's like Tinder. It's can like pay for of, that. Yeah. Make...
2: Pay for it and
1: we'll read it. More likely to read it. Yeah. Yeah, you should be verified. A verified texture.
0: Uh, with that. regard to the alliance that I talked about in the Munganus, St. Louis Acura, Munganus, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Uh, hey, Tim, Warren and the Big Ten actually delayed the 12-team playoff with that alliance because they didn't want the ESPN playoff TV deal to come up at the same time as their TV deal negotiation with Fox, CBS, NBC. Andy Staples actually gets into this in his latest podcast. Warren looped in that alliance as a smokescreen, LOL. It's from the 314. Yeah, Kevin Warren Warren just absolutely skull-pounded the Pac-12 into no longer existing and Jimmy Phillips at Florida State uh, being part of the alliance. And then he went and got Bear's job, but before uh, he got uh, USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon. But the ACC did get Cal and Stanford. Mm
4: -hmm. Obviously, and they fit like a
2: glove.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: it just makes sense. Geographically,
0: it does. Stanford,
4: uh, the AC, of course, Stanford Mm -hmm. and Virginia playing on an October evening.
1: (laughs) Three thousand mile plane ride for a football game.
0: I'd pay for TMA premium, especially if I get DM-ability with Doug. That's from Shafty McSheamus. Are you interested in letting Shafty be able to DM you? For a price, yeah. Uh, yeah there what, it is. Sounds like we've got a business model.
4: What about a guaranteed pick a week that we send him a Ooh. somewhat erotic pick of one of us on the day as each week as kind of an incentive? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: the colonel, who is going to join us in eight minutes, uh, Missouri opened up as a six-and-a-half-point underdog to Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. That line is down to three and a half now. Uh, and he believes that's in part because Kyle McCord's transfer. I don't know if Kyle McCord is a three-point swing. Was he their All starter? Respect, yes. Oh, yeah. And a senior? Uh, no, a sophomore.
2: Well, why a would you senior. leave? I'm telling you, Cam Ward I think Cam they Ward have somebody
0: waiting in the yeah. wings. And I don't know if that's somebody on the roster or if it's Cam Ward. Who knows?
3: I, I, mean, know that's just, I,
0: I, I mean, I listen, I want Missouri to win, so I'll be emotionally invested in it. But... You know, it's it's not. I, I if I had to bet it, I would bet Missouri because you're not facing this Ohio State team that may have been a team that was one of the top four best in the country themselves. They lost on the road, and in the probably last still possession really, in Ann Arbor.
2: They've already played their big game.
0: Right. So it just depends on how that, that's that's why bowl season outside of the CFP it just becomes okay. Who's motivated? Who's playing? But like I said, I'm thrilled to watch Missouri play Ohio State. Doug, remember that back-to-back years in the 90s they played them once in Columbia? Andy Katzenmoyer decapitated Mm. Corby Jones. Look up that highlight on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's one of the hardest hits you will see. And uh, Missouri was beating number one Ohio State in Columbus in 1998. And then wound up losing to the Buckeyes that year. Um, But uh, it's the first time they'll play them in quarter century. How do you do? Yeah. Are you excited about that uh, being the matchup? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think it's perfect for Missouri. Yeah. Ohio State yeah. or Oregon, those are the only two that perfect. would have been. I mean, I would like Penn State as well, but Ohio State, Oregon, those are national brands. and It could have been Liberty, man. Oof. It could have been Tulane if they would not lost.
4: And here's the thing about those games. It doesn't really like you would like to see them play a fully loaded Ohio State just to kind of compare where you're at at the end of the year to a Blue Blood. But nobody's going to think about that if you win that two, three months from now. So, like, this is a big deal if they don't have two, three, four of their starters on offense going. And if Missouri gets, a, you know, a, a pretty much a given win on a Cotton Bowl, you can still sell that to recruits saying, yeah, we just beat Ohio State. Well, the great thing would be that.
0: is if they finish, like, number, I don't know if they can finish five. Or five. Six? I don't know if they could finish five because whoever wins Florida State, Georgia is probably five. yeah. Um, and I don't think they lower the teams in the playoff, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, so, yeah, best case scenario would be finishing sixth, I would guess.
4: You go in there. I know next year you're bringing a lot of receivers you got to replace. They could be a top 10 preseason ranked team. Am I correct on that? It's
0: there are right. possibilities. I mean, a lot of it depends on what happens in, in the portal. A yeah. couple guys I follow their betting, and they're both sharp, and they both jumped on Missouri when it came out at six and a half. That's from Flip Wilson.
1: I, guarantee, I won't guarantee. I will guess it'll probably be closer to pick them.
4: I think that and too. Marvin
1: Harrison and their two edge, re- you know, their two edge guys. And uh, is it Alcua? They have another They have
0: another uh, wide receiver uh, that's going to go um, in the back first round. I think, or whatever remember it Alcoa is. Remember Can't yeah. Wait For Tomorrow? That was on NFL in the 1980s. I don't remember that, Tim. Alcoa Can't Wait for tomorrow, Alcoa can't wait. And then you can do the you make the call. You make the call. Okay. And I think Alcoa might have been the sponsor of you make the call. Somebody this, look that this up.
4: This a weird text from the three one four. They said they nearly beat Georgia on the road. They know where they stand. That game was like a month and a half ago, right? What are I, we talking about right now? I'm sorry. Missouri, yeah, said, Missouri they, played be, them
0: a month ago today, yeah. November 4th. Yep.
4: And, and they lost. So I'm saying like, a, if you play a fully loaded Ohio State team, I think it really shows you know, how you've grown from that loss to where you are now.
2: Okay. I'm not sure it'll help with recruits. Recruits won't It will not
4: help with recruiting. I'm just saying, in general, be a good, It's good to know, be in Texas. I think it's good
1: to be in Texas.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I think the game means more to Mizzou than Ohio State. I mean, I think Drinkowitz and his players actually want to win this game, win a Two Cotton syllables. Bowl, take a trophy <laughs> home.
2: <laughs> Two syllables.
1: Uh, Ohio State doesn't care. Yeah. No it's no just another bowl game right for across, them. Isn't? For Missouri, this is, like, huge for them if they'd win the Cotton Bowl. So I think they're going to be more up to play and
0: trying to win. You think Missouri will be more up to play than Ohio State? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would think so. And that's also just human nature. Yeah. If you have told Ohio State at the beginning of the year they'd be in the Cotton Bowl against Missouri, they would have been like, crap. And if you told Missouri at the beginning of the year they'd be in the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State, they would have been like, holy crap, we must have had a hell of a year. Yeah. Um, but again, as the season progresses, teams either evolve or regress, and your goals should change. And I think Missouri's, a month ago today, were, hey, we're in the mix for the national championship. It's interesting to me, and Jackson and I talked about this, I think it might have been off the air, when we were talking about the Ole Miss-Missouri resume thing, and, and Ole Miss wound up getting into the New Year's Six anyway, that the criticism that Ole Miss fans were having for Missouri fans is, your biggest win was your loss to Georgia. Right. And that is when Missouri really got on the map nationally, is when they played them close, in athens because the following week is when they beat the hell out of tennessee um had that been in a different order like the florida game for example uh that would have been a, a different set of circumstances but because they hung with georgia as a whatever they were 12 or 13 and i think the opinion of georgia um You know, was rooted more in what Georgia had done the previous two years than what they had actually done this year, because their best win at that point was beating the hell out of Kentucky. And I guess when it's all said and done, Georgia's probably biggest win was beating Missouri. (laughs) You know, from a ranking standpoint, it was. I mean, how about them? They go from number one, they're just out, and they lose by three.
3: Yeah, that stretch where they beat Missouri, Ole Miss, and Tennessee, like you can just put. But by the
0: time they got to Tennessee. Tennessee oh, yeah. was, was tarnished because yeah. of the 36-7 to 7 against Missouri. 100%. You yeah. know? Yeah.
3: But the, the I guess that run right there is when it was like, okay, Georgia mm-hmm. is Georgia. Because up until that point, they had had some close calls and some mess arounds in the first half.
2: Missouri uh, had a Reese. very close call against a mediocre Florida Absolutely. team at well, home. The, the, the one
0: that was the the, the biggest close yeah. call of them all was Middle Tennessee. I mean, yeah. I, that's inexplicable to me. But those things will happen. Yeah. I don't know if there is a team who is – Who's in that thing that that didn't have to fight for its life at one point? Michigan, Maryland. I mean, it's easily forgotten, but if you were watching that that day, Maryland was in a, a spot to beat them. Uh, Todd Reesing, who is not necessarily a Missouri fan, says almost beat them with Georgia's backup quarterback. I don't know what that means.
3: Carson Beck played that.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, and he's a really good. Player. So I don't know. what but, So he's what, not what a did...
3: verified texter. Florida now. Florida, <laughs> they Florida had the backup Max Brown come in. In Florida but Georgia played that entire game with Carson Beck
0: didn't Carson Beck play every game
2: yeah. missing
3: something. I don't I don't know what this I don't know what Todd Rason Kansas playing, State had a quarterback banged up too didn't but he played you even know. he was literally hobbling to the line
1: uh, either way wrong so what does
2: that say about your backup when your quarterback can't even walk right and you still want him in there that's Connor Ba like who got to play mm. every
1: game. Uh, all limping I you saw Abrams
4: he did great yeah. Abraham yeah, Any he picks in, like, 34 yeah.
0: seconds. It was a brief old. outing in Manhattan. <laughs>
2: Me too, we never played again.
0: Uh, Doug, Ohio State's 10-1-1 versus Mizzou overall. That's from the Afton altar boy.
2: Okay. Not surprised mm-hmm. about that. Not no. surprised at all.
0: Yeah, let's, those games back in the 60s, really, are going to
1: matter to Drinkwitz. <laughs> Drinkwitz. There's only
2: two <laughs> syllables in Drinkwitz.
1: It's like I made a point uh, on Twitter. I said, here's who I think the four best teams are before they came out with the uh, Always a good idea, because you'll be yeah. handsomely rewarded. Yeah, I had to so try. Much upset. I had
4: to even chime in.
1: Yeah, you did. But I, I said, you know, I had Texas out. I had Alabama. And I had Georgia in there, because I said, you know, how can, how can you drop a team that, that hasn't lost a game in three years? You lose the SEC championship, and you go from one to six. They can't drop them out of the top four. And somebody had some stupid comment. Oh, okay, well, if that's the case, I want Notre Dame in there, because they had a great year in 88. I mean, don't be an idiot. Yeah, come on.
2: I mean, if you want to comment on it. But don't. Who was this guy who said that to you? I don't know. Block him.
4: See, the fact that Texas beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa and it wasn't a neutral site game, to me, that you could not possibly have Alabama, not Texas in there. That was my—that's why I, I chirped in. I, I thought your point was well taken. I just—Texas cannot be on the outside looking in and Alabama getting in with both having one loss and one of the team beat the other. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad at least the committee didn't do that because th- th- then it's in shambles at that point.
1: Well, I get that. I just think you can't – Alabama's got to get in. They won the SEC championship and only got one loss. And granted, they had some close calls, but they won those games. But uh, in Georgia, I don't know. You, can, you lose one game, and uh, see you. You're gone. It's never happened before. The so what have you done for me
4: lately certainly works against the conference championships. Alabama
1: got in because of it, and Georgia Mm. didn't. Yeah, but since the CFP has started, there's never been a team that, I said, that has been undefeated going into the conference championship, lost them, and dropped
0: out of the top four. It's never happened. So you stand by your text. I don't see the tweet about the 1988 fight in Irish. Maybe the guy deleted it? He probably did when I called him out to be an idiot.
4: (laughs) Some of these guys (laughs) tend to delete...
0: Yeah, I saw it, Doug. I don't know if you saw it. Ella Reese at about 4 in the morning Missed it. Uh, tweeted out that she was going to get a boob job, and then uh, then she deleted it.
2: She hasn't already?
0: I would think she has. I think she might just be getting, what do you call it, like refurbishing? I don't like know the not business what they, what business? they yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm
2: working right. on the foundation.
0: Uh, design air, heating, and cooling email today is coming your way in 40 minutes. Jackson and I getting our asses ripped for an hour on 101 ESPN coming your way in 53 minutes. Jeremy Rutherford will join us at 1045. And uh, the Colonel is going to join us on the other side of the break to talk it over Missouri-Ohio State, the college football playoff, and uh, comings and goings and goings and comings with uh, everything Missouri that's next here, brought to you by James Carlton on TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.